Welcome to our community, friends. I am so often thrilled that you are back with us again, that you have found your way here, that you have made your the time to listen to the soul-quenching content. Even if you don't feel like it, you're doing it. And that deserves a round of applause. I want to shout out this week to the excitement that comes with a new year. There's like this fresh perspective on the year ahead. I don't know. There's like something in the air, isn't there? Everyone's a little kinder, a little bit more excited. It uh, gives you a chance to dig into that locked treasure cove inside you of your dreams, of your hopes, of what you want your life to look like. And here, my friend, is the courage for you to unlock them. To any of our new tribe members, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this content, for for listening to these words, for being a part of this community. My name is Megan Miller. I'm an intentional living expert today, but that was not always the case. I had a 15 plus year career in corporate America, in hospitality, in sales, in chameleon mode, in people pleasing and being addicted to achieving that I let it consume me like a drug. I let it consume me. I let it bring me to my knees and through the courage to begin to show up and look and look in the mirror at the woman that I never took time to get to know myself and through these small little micro steps and these micro hacks that changed my mindset and changed how I showed up with these small little commitments did I give me the courage to unlock this version of myself that I kept hidden that I didn't even know I had and that is my mission here to share with you you high-performing go-getter these small micro steps for putting attention to intention so you stop existing so you stop living on autopilot so you stop being paralyzed by this chameleon people-pleasing syndrome and you are given this roadmap this community this conversation to begin to live your truth and create this life that you can't wait to wake up to not one that you need a vacation from welcome to putting attention to intention hello 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 my friends spending this afternoon with you on new year's eve day my fellow right now is taking a nap which I am hopefully about to join him. You know, we got a nine o'clock bedtime. So if you want me to stay up any time past nine, and I have to tell you, I don't even care about seeing the ball drop. Whoop-dee-doo. I'd much rather have a few cocktails, New Year's Day. I'm so much more of a day drinker, celebrator. Let me get home at a decent time and let me curl into bed and feel chipper the next day. Is Jenny and I here with you now having this this conversation with you this last day of gluttony before we go back to the air quote real world and let me tell you this my friends this past week has been a roller coaster for me emotionally anyone else with me 
man, I didn't even see myself getting buckled up in this ride, but I have been in a funk. I have been in a funk. I can't tell if I'm depressed, if I'm just burnt out, if I'm just having a moment. You know, I have a very, very difficult time when I don't have a laundry list of things to do. And I always knew this about myself, but it has been blatantly obvious this past week is that I feel like if I am not doing, if things are not hard, if I'm not battling, if every iota of my calendar isn't full, then I'm doing something wrong. And it is very uncomfortable for me. Hell, I can barely sit on the couch and watch a two hour movie unless I'm exhausted and about to fall asleep. It's it's rare that you will keep my attention for two hours and that I'm able to sit on the couch and not have these lists in my head of things that I should be doing and did I forget to do and da 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 This holiday season, it was very quiet for Michael and I, and I think I really struggled with that. You hear at least I have in, in my feeds, uh, everyone and their brother and mother talking about using this time, this time between Christmas and New Year's leading up to Christmas, though basically the whole fluffing month of December as a time of rest, as a time of recharge. But if you're like me, that shit is hard. That shit is is hard. And this is what we don't teach. We can easily say, rest, recharge. But you can't go 100 miles per hour to zero like that. Is anyone else with me? So here is what I did. And I wish I had a really great answer for you all. I wish I had this like massage moment that I could give you. But what I did that was growth for me is that I sat in the uncomfortableness. I wrote about it. I thought about it. I didn't run to the booze. I didn't run to the onslaught of cookies in the house. I didn't run to the work. I just sat there. And I had enough courage as someone who has felt the majority of her life that if she doesn't have all of her shit together, that she must go through it in silence. I leaned in on some of my tribe. That felt really damn good. And here's what what I realized through all of this is that if you are right here in this boat beside me, that when you have this uncomfortableness, this little gymnast that shows up in your gut, that's the sign that you're on to something. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to make room for it and not run from it. So I'm going through this moment that is really hard to even put into words. It's like the the blah, the nothing really excites me, this annoyance at life, this feeling like I have to almost be excited about the holidays when really I could give two shits. I don't even want to wrap any Christmas presents. I'm like, I just am not into it. And the one night I come across these words from Martha Beck, and you want to talk about a mic drop moment. Isn't isn't synchronicity such a beautiful thing 
when you find the words, when you hear the thing, when someone reaches out to you and says the thing that you needed to hear. And I had that moment right here and I want to share it with you all in her book, Joy Diet, which is just an uh, okay book. I'm, I'm a huge Martha Beck friend fan. I love her book, uh, The Way of Integrity. I think that's a great first book to read if you want to become acclimated with Martha Beck. I Joy Diet, just eh. But there's this chapter in the book that really spoke to me and I hope speaks to you too. If, if you are right there with me about this, like, am I depressed? Am I burnt out? What the hell is it? Is that she talks about this paralyzation that we have to choose the right job to do the right thing, the right relationship, because we are so scared of failing, so scared, petrified of it, that we will painstakingly put ourselves in these cages to do, to be, to make the right decision that these cages become our lives. It's these routines that we place ourselves in. And within these routines, if you're anything like me and you're so rigid about it because you air quote want to do the right thing, that you become robotic. Circumstance takes the wheel of your life. You stop enjoying it. And then there's this point where if you're like, I was this past week, you just get pissed off about the whole thing that then you want to revolt against it. And as I read these words from her, I thought, holy shit, holy shit, this is me to a T. This is everything I'm feeling in this exact moment, this air quote routine that I am so rigid, rigid. And it's me. It's me creating this routine for me. And quite honestly, it is fucking exhausting. It is exhausting. The getting up early in the morning before the rest of the house wakes up, the journaling, the vision boards, the manifesting, the moving my body, the nonstop calendar invites at work, the 57 Zoom calls that I think I can do in a day, the attempt to connect with my husband at the end of the day and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat every damn day. And this is what Martha Beck calls the game of life. Who is winning your game of life, my friend? As I asked myself that very question this week, I thought to myself, somewhere during this year, and I cannot place exactly when, God, I wish I, I could, I would go back in time, I would take the DeLorean out of Back to the Future and go back in time with Doc and hit that moment, but at, at some point throughout this year, I lost control of the game and the game has begun to play me. This addiction that I have, like any addict has, whether it's booze, whether it's drugs, whether it's food, whether it's relationship for me, it's work, whether it's overspending, whatever this air quote addiction that you have, if you're not careful, man, it can come back in full force. And that is exactly what has happened to me starting this business and this movement with you all. Is this a need to achieve this validation of my worth in the world? Is how many speaking engagements can I get? How many downloads can I get? How many followers can I get? A feeling like 
I lost my anger at certain points of it. And I was reverting back to old habits that I thought I kicked. The overspending, the eating the Oreos, all of that came blaring back at me. This addiction to going into work, to sitting in front of the computer screen until I air quote got it all done, sacrificing myself at all costs. And I never even realized it because like any addiction, it gives you the high. And here's what I want to tell you, my friend, if you're like me and you feel like this game is playing you, here's what's really cool about this whole thing. The recognition of it. The recognition of it. You cannot change what you're not aware of. And when we are aware of it, we can change it. Awareness is the first key in anything. So I feel as if you and I, having this conversation, having this moment of these addictions that came back into our lives this year is huge. It's huge. And here's the next step that I want to share with you, which I love because I'm all about, okay, well, we recognized it. We understand it. Now, what do we do? And whether it is being the parent, whether it's being the executive, whether it's being the partner, whether it's being the daughter, whether it's being the son, Whatever game that you are in of this life, whatever part that you're playing, Martha asks you to ask yourself these questions. You ready? And I would love for you to write them down if you're close to a pen or paper, because when you start to feel exhausted, when you start to wonder if does this decision energize me or deplete me, these are four questions to ask yourself. So you do not place yourself back into that cage. You ready for it? Does it contribute to my life's purpose? Do I feel like I am serving or I am giving back or I am using my knowledge or my skill set or these gifts that I have or this knowledge that I've learned through my own life stripes? Is it contributing to my life's purpose? Are you having fun? Are you having fun? What an what a novice idea, right? Like there was one time through this year and hell, I might repurpose it because I feel like I need it. I had a little sticky note on the bottom of my computer screen that said, don't forget to have fun. How quickly in these motions of life, as we're sprinting at this Herculean sprint to answer all the emails, get on all the calls, have the answers all the time because we feel like we need to, do we forget to have fun? fun and we just go through the motions. Are you having fun is question number two. Question number three, are you good at it? Are you good at it? Organically, as humans, because we want certainty and significance, 90% of us, those are the two top two things that we want in life. We want certainty. We want to know what's on the other end of that decision. And we want significance from it. We want to be validated. We want to be known. We want to be supported. So you will make decisions that are wrong for you as long as it meets that certainty and significance. And organically, we like the things that we are good at because 90% of the time, it'll give us significance. So are you good at it? And question number four, can I hang out with kick-ass people while doing it? Can I hang out with kick-ass people when doing it? And for me, 
When I think of kick-ass people, it is people that elevate me. It is people that nourish my soul, that energize me, that I want to do better and be better. And it's just those soul-quenching conversations. And if any, any of it is a yes to those four questions, then go ahead and keep playing the game and know that you're in the driver's seat. Mm, 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 mm. What like a church service moment that is, right? During this time of year where we we talk about reflection, we talk about growth, we talk about the next year ahead and what we want to do, what we want to be, what we want to achieve, I want you to remember this. The common denominator in every aspect of your life, the job, your health, the finances, the relationships, the spirituality, it's you, my friend. And if you want any area of your life to improve, you must make the time to work on you first. It's not about the time commitment. It's not about getting up at the ass crack of dawn and doing the two-hour workout and doing the journaling and doing the meditation. It's not about any of that. It's not about the money. It's not about the talent. It's about making one small commitment to one drawer of your life daily. And you know where you're feeling depleted. And you keep that promise to you. And when you start to do that, when the tsunamis of life hit, as they will and as they do, you'll have the strength, you will have the courage, you will have the toolkit to get up, to wring off the wetness, to dust your knees off and see the lessons. Because guess what? You, my friend, you have shown up every damn day of the last year of all of your years than you have ever given yourself any credit for. And no one, no one, nothing, nothing that happens in your life can ever take that away from you. Here is to recognizing you. Here is to celebrating you. Here's to unlocking that damn cage that we place ourselves in. And here is the courage to give your gifts to the world that only you can give. Thank you for taking the time to be here, and most importantly, for taking the first step in investing in yourself. If you liked what you heard, please, please do myself, do yourself, do your tribe a solid and share this content with them. Three members of your of your tribe whose life could be changed by this content. You know, I have started this year text chains with girlfriends of mine sharing content that elevates us. And it has been a game changer. And it also keeps us connected. If you feel inclined, please comment and rate the podcast. It does make a difference in sharing our community. Till next time, my friends, carry on with intention.